welcome to the third episode of Esports The Hot Take. I'm Yogs. And I'm Alu, and we'll be your hosts today. Topic today will be about the PS5, the Xbox Series X, details about the new COD, and some COD League drama. EDL drama. Oh. Yeah. Uh, now, to, to get into it today... Let's start talking about the PS5 and the uh, Xbox Series X. So, what are you more? Are you an Xbox or a PlayStation? Mm, I personally, I, I'm more of a PlayStation guy. I've uh, gone, gone. Yeah, gone. yeah, yeah. I, I, I had a feeling that would be your reaction. Um, I for this, we're gonna fight. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is just console wars, but, uh, you know. Console wars, part, however many it is now. Anyways, um, so so let me read off some specs uh, and and price points of both of these consoles. Bullshit specs. So, for the the Xbox, right, uh, it's price... Is priced at $499 uh, for the Xbox Series X, and if you're willing to buy the Xbox uh, Series S, I think it's called, uh, that would be $299. But I don't think a lot of people will actually go for that option because it's not too much of an upgrade, uh, from what I've heard, uh, when it's compared to, you know, to the old one. And I mean, for the like... No, for the ahead. Xbox, it's actually really interesting. So, there's the motherboard is split, so it keeps everything uh, at least cooled down to the for the most part. It's not going to get uh, too hot, as well as it's got a bunch of different airflow channels, so it's air cooled. You're not getting like a, a fucking water cooled console. I, I don't think that ever exists. But you've got a actually pretty nicely designed air cooling console, and then with the separate motherboard, so it keeps it nice and uh, cooled down for the most part. And then you've got a vapor chamber. What? No, okay. I, I mean, so um, it keeps it so it keeps everything even in terms of heat. So you're not really gonna be like lagging due to like overheating. Yeah, no, uh on on that water cooled console front, I'm sure someone has built one. Um there must be someone out there that has built a water cooled console. I, okay, I'm willing I mean, to bet. Yeah, um, probably. But you know, that's a little probably, outrageous. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Um yeah, so 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 that's the Xbox. Um now for the PS five, um it's so if you want to buy the version without a disk drive that would be $399. But if you do want to buy the version with a disk drive, that would be $499. Why would you not buy it with a disk drive, though? I mean, yeah, uh, to be fair, like, who wouldn't do that, right? But I guess it is a slightly more budget option if someone wanted to get a PlayStation or get a console um, and they didn't want to shell out the extra $100. Uh, I- I'm sure it happens. I'm now, sure. like, um, I, I mean, you're PlayStation, so I mean, you wouldn't know. 
Oh, all right, all right. We're we're fighting. <laughs> we're we're fighting. Okay, I I see. Um, but yeah, um, I I truly think this next generation of consoles is very interesting. Uh, however, depending on, you know, the, depending on how how it goes, uh, both. PlayStation and Xbox has a chance to, you know, underperform, let's say. Um, yeah, like, in terms of, I believe, the new CDL, like, how they're doing their lands, it's a PC monitor instead of, like, it's, it's run on a PC, but yep. using controllers. It's yep. really interesting how they're uh, running things. Yep. It's not console anymore. Uh, I mean, I guess that keeps the prices down a little bit. Maybe not, because that wouldn't make too much sense. You need to have, like, equal specs PC times 8 for two teams for LAN. And if you want to do multiple games at once, then you need 16. So it makes it a whole a whole mess. Yeah. No, but, like, in my opinion, right, um, like, the, the, the thing that you brought up, right, the, the prices of PCs, I mean, uh, let's be fair, they have been falling recently. Uh, well, for for a while, right? I mean, we we had that graphics card boom, but uh, for the most part, you know, like at, at this point, consoles are basically literally just mini PCs. Um, and if like if you play your cards right, I I'm sure someone's probably able to build something that can run uh games under five. Oh, well, I'm I'm a hundred percent sure, but. I can see more people taking that route as opposed to a console because at the end of the day, um, you could do more things with a computer than you can with a console, right? Yeah, yeah consoles are great. But I can see, like, if someone only... Like, if someone really wanted to play games um, but they only had $500, I could see them picking a PC over a console, 100%. Well, you're not, you're not limited to playing specific games on specific consoles like for example uncharted used to just be a playstation game but you can get it on pc yeah and so. i mean obviously pre pc is that you know super free platform that's out there um but i mean it, it's just really really interesting to me um how like i i think depending on how this generation does i think this generation might be the last generation of consoles where it's like yeah it makes more sense to buy this instead of just like a gaming pc because obviously maybe for like the next decade i don't i don't see people buying pcs yet like i don't see like an up spike in well but that's why i say this generation because obviously they're not going to release a new console next year or you know what i mean right so by the yeah, time the, like the PS6 comes out, I I have a feeling that, uh, or uh, PS6 or whatever the fuck Xbox calls their next console, because you know they like to title it random uh, letters and uh, the word of X in there, and yeah. Um, but by the time the the new ones come out, I have a feeling that they will no longer be as successful commercially. Uh, of course, people will still buy them because you know, they're consoles, and at the end of the day, someone will almost always buy them. But, like, I think we've moved past um, the, the 
well, we haven't moved, moved past it yet, but we're very close to moving past the age of consoles. Yeah, we're, we're and, definitely starting to get to that point yeah. of no return. Like, because they'll be in development like five years from now just to like see what they can do, like advancements and whatnot. But if, if you can clearly see that people start taking over, then they're just not even going to bother. They'll make it, uh, you know, and not make a ridiculous amount in the hope that to like make money at the end of the day, but they're not. They're not yeah. gonna keep making consoles yeah. after a while. I I mean to be fair, uh, I mean we're talking about Microsoft and Sony here. Sure, losing their consoles would be a big hit, but they have other things that that they do. Yeah, they've so, entire yeah. games and brands yeah. to deal with. I mean, I guess. Yeah, and and that's why I really like the direction that Nintendo took with the uh, Nintendo Switch, because. Uh, there's always, obviously, there's been more and more this shift towards being more and more mobile, right? Um, and I, I truly think that if Nintendo released a traditional console, uh, it would not be nearly as successful as as the Switch is today. You know, um, like. That's how I feel. Bud, you there? I can cut this later. You disconnected. Bud, are you there? Bud, you disconnected. You will not taking me down like this. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll I'll just cut this out. So we'll just keep talking. Uh, the thing I just finished saying was a Nintendo. And yeah, how... I, I think I said that's fair before I died. Okay. Yeah. Uh, resuming in three, two. One. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but, that, that's that. That's fair. Yeah, because I I think Nintendo has, you know, seen the direction that it's been taking, right? And that's why mobile games is getting more and more popular is because, well, more and more people have access to them, and it's much, it's been a lot more acceptable to play games when you're outside, right? Like I think we went from, you know, the arcades. Uh, of the early 80s and 90s, uh, you know, and then to home consoles uh, in, in the 90s and 2000s and 2010s. And and now I think the next step would become, you know, just mobile gaming. Because, yeah, like I said, it's a lot more socially acceptable today than it probably would have been like 20 years ago. And something that I've almost completely forgotten about, actually, is that Razer made a phone they made a phone that was kind of nuts like, oh yeah not even which the specs of it when i looked into it were insane for a phone yeah it was quite literally like a miniature pc like the stuff you could do with it was insane it 
ran everything so fast. It was impressive. It really was. And it wasn't like a bulky phone. It was still a pretty sleek phone. Like I've seen like the design for it and everything. I've even heard of someone buying it that I used to talk to. But um you know, it's it looks great. Absolutely amazing. Oh no, yeah. I've 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 handled it in real life. It's not too big of a phone, right? And I mean main thing is it's not that thick of a phone, actually. Because yeah. having a big phone isn't the worst thing because you want that bigger screen. But and, you uh, know, at the, Razor being Razor, I mean... Well, yeah, that, the Razor, of course. Really, that's just a statement. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but I... I tr- Look, let's be honest. Even though Alu prefers Xbox and I prefer the uh, the PlayStation, at this point, there's not too much differences between the two. Oh, no. No, there's, there isn't, but I'm still going to hate you. Yeah, exactly. I don't uh, like I, it. I, at, at this point, it's more about you know the pride and and the fact that you've been with a brand for a long time rather than although, anything because although I will mention I will mention though in terms of where things are heading, uh, Xbox did state or an, I, I don't even know if they really actually like made an announcement about it, but they were planning on getting rid of having to buy gold to you know be able to play Xbox Live to play online. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know PlayStation has tried this already, and it didn't work out for them. Something happened, like something very bad happened when they tried to do it, so they scrapped it. But Xbox is trying to redo it and actually work, which if that happens, PlayStation has to follow in suit, and whichever one fails first pretty much loses out in competition. So I mean, but with we're that... We're coming to an interesting turn. Yeah. I, I think it, it's better for the consumer, it's better for us if online was free because, uh, for well, uh, for obvious reasons, right? Because um, It's just additional money that you don't want to put in. Like, I already put exactly. in $60 for, like, a, a, a solid, you know, A1 game, right? Or I'll put let's, in $100. Let's say COD. Let's like say COD. Yeah. So, for instance, COD, there's probably, because I haven't looked at it yet, there's probably a special edition where you could pay like $120, get some extra shit, and get the game as well as like the beta for it, right? There's most likely an $120 version. When I bought uh, COD World War II, the digital version, still $599 or $59.99. Or $59. Wow, $599. Yeah, That'd be fun. Okay, be yeah, let's sick. get $6 from COD, boys. $6, that would let's be go. sick. Yeah, let's just decrease the price by 90%. But, anyways, I bought that, and instead of buying, or sorry, instead of buying that, I bought the special edition, which was like 89 or 99.99. I just bought it because I was like, hey, why not? I'm already this deep, might as well do that. And then once I ran out of Xbox Live, like half a year later, I was like, why am I buying Xbox Live? Yeah, like I had, I had no concerns buying a hundred dollar game, but I had so many concerns buying like a five dollar monthly subscription. It kind of pissed me off once I thought about it later on, but I think it's kind of funny because that's how a lot of people think. It's like, do I really want to buy this? Like, am I gonna play it all, or am I actually gonna use this? So. Yeah, like, I, I think that's also one of the big problems with the consoles. And I, I'm sure there's a reason why they do it. 
but because of you know be, because of having to pay to even play online uh it turns a lot of people uh, off just completely yeah. because you have to pay for the console you have to pay for the game and then you have to pay for the right to play the game online that's a lot of money for for most people especially if if we're talking about you know like a, a lot of the target audience is the younger crowd right teenagers maybe even college students um oh college students don't have that kind of money oh yeah. no no oh, no. No. no 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 the amount of amount of money that they're paying on books alone just keep in mind by the way if you don't buy the books from the school and you buy them like not on school sites you're getting them for like 90 percent cheaper keep that in mind but you're buying books from the school and it's expensive as hell right oh yeah the like book yeah. is like 200 dollars kind of fucked up kind of a scam but whatever and then you go in oh, debt no, four years later scam. or six years later or eight years later if you go to med school now you're like a hundred grand in debt because you're in med school like how are you going to pay that off? I mean, I guess if you become a world-class surgeon, you can. But if you don't, and you say, you know what, screw this, I wasted my time on a career that I'm not actually, you know, going to like, guess what? You're a hundred grand in debt. What are you going to do to pay it off? OnlyFans? I mean, that works. <laughs> uh, but back to the point, right? Yeah. No, but back to the point. Like, that's already, like... Even buying a console is a lot of money, right? Buying a new game is a lot of money. But having to pay every month in order to play the game that you bought, that's ridiculous to me. Just to like, play online on the console you bought in reality, because it's not just, like, the singular game you bought. Cause oh, yeah, no. Some, with some consoles, it comes with games. Like, the, uh, the Xbox One, there was an edition where it came with Assassin's Creed Unity, and Black Flag. I have that. Black Flag was a great game. Point is, some games, some consoles come with games. So, just the fact that you're paying for just the online service itself, when you can connect to the internet on your own, on anything, really? Yeah. Printers can connect to the internet. I shouldn't have to pay to use my printer, right? Yeah. That well, I mean... I mean, you technically are, because ink is also a scam, but... Well, yeah, but I don't want to have to pay to have fun on the console I played, right? For the people yeah. that, like, buy games, especially for COD, they're not trying to play private lobbies against bots all the time. In fact, there's even a sad feature in some of the COD games. I don't know if it happens on, uh, on Cold War or not, but when you try to go into like actually make an online private match if you don't have the online service it won't let you in because it's trying to log on to your account and if you don't have the service the game just says no so now you have to do some like convoluted stuff to even set up a game so congrats you just bought your 60 dollar game and you can't play it because you didn't spend 5.99 for the monthly subscription like, yeah, congrats. and and like, like you have stupid. to pay five ninety nine every month, right? But I mean, and and that's why, like, I truly think um, consoles are are on the decline is because, well, just bullshit like that. People don't like that. No one, no the one wants that, to like, pay extra money. The only thing that's kind of saved it, like, 
minusculely saved it is Game Pass. And I don't know what the PlayStation version of it. I think it's literally the same thing. But you can spend a certain amount of money. It's and PS Plus. Access... Okay. Well, it's access to pretty much every game that can be downloaded on that console, if you have space, of course. Uh, and you can pretty much play a demo of it, which, in reality, it's a demo. Uh, which is you can pay play it until you run out of Game Pass or you buy it. Like yep. that's that's your choice. Um, which is cool, not gonna lie, because I don't have to buy any of these games. I can just download them, play them, keep paying Game Pass, and if I do like it, I can just buy the game, right? But if I don't, I can just switch to the next game. So it's a lot of different games of your choosing that you can play with not actually purchasing. Which is good, because that helps. Especially because these Game Pass and PS Plus services aren't extremely expensive, to be honest. I think yeah. one for like three months or whatever, or two months, was like $15. And then you just download a game. Now you're playing. I did that with uh, Forza Horizon 4. It's a great game, by the way. Um, okay, so... Um, yeah, I, I think that's enough from us about the consoles. Uh, you, you kind of get the gist, right? Uh, I, I truly don't think consoles are a good... I, I'm not going to say that they're a waste of money, but they're not the best use of your money, um, in my opinion. But you can decide that how you want to. Now, uh, let's, let us move on to the next topic. Uh, and now, pretty much topic number two is going to be about the new COD. Um, we'll, we'll go over it briefly. Already has great reviews from people. Um, oh, yeah. Um, so if you didn't know, uh, the new game is called Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Um, it takes place directly after Black, uh, Black Ops 1. And it has a single-player campaign. It has multiplayer, obviously. It has uh, zombies... And it even has Warzone, you know, the thing that's mega popular right now. Um, which, again, and uh, sadly, it, it makes sense to me. But And sadly, to all our COD players, we lost we lost a really good set of voice actors for zombies. It's a sad time. Can't lie. It really is. Ten years of those voice actors for zombies alone. Ten years. The, uh, the Aether crew. Yeah. Oh, sad. But um, but yeah, it it's already getting a lot of good reviews. Uh, a lot of pros yeah. uh, like it. Some pros kind of dislike it uh, due to because it's alpha. They haven't fully put in like the ridiculous recoil yet. So a bunch of different guns are just lasers. Some guns kill really quickly. Um. So, I mean, once they, you know, finally put it into the beta and, like, had, like kind of rough some of these things down, yeah, it'll be better. But it's already gotten a lot of good reviews. Um, especially yeah. since also, everyone up to, like, three or four maps on the alpha. So, I mean, it's not bad. Also, I should probably mention the release date because I forgot to do that. Um, the game what will release on 20? November 13th. On November 13th. I was thinking <laughs> on on the old generation, on PS4, Xbox One, and PC, uh, we don't 
really know for sure when it's going to release on the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. No, it's everything. No, it's everything. Uh, no. They said it was for everything. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, it said it was for everything. Because I remember when I looked it up myself, because I looked, it said the PS5, Xbox One X. Because it says Xbox One X, it doesn't say the Series X. It just says One X. Um, and then it also said 360, PS4, um, stuff along those lines. No, because like what I, because what I'm seeing, and this might be outdated information, I'm not sure, since I did the research a couple days ago. Um, it says the PlayStation version of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is scheduled for release holiday 2020. <laughs> that oh, sounds to gonna, me... They're going to farm the Christmas noobs. <laughs> yeah, no, but in this case... There is only Christmas noobs. Because, oh, uh... I mean, yeah. the pros they are gonna walk in are about to yeah, be yeah. nuts. But, but everyone yeah, will yeah, be Yeah, what the hell? Okay, that kinda sucks. Yeah, I mean, what? again, if, if you have a PS4, um, or an Xbox One, uh, and of course, if you have a PC, right? But it will release on November 13th for you, and again, we don't know exactly what the date is for uh, the next gen. Now, I I really really love uh, the concept of it. I've 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 seen uh, quite a bit of footage of it. Uh, Alu, how do you feel about it? I know you're a huge cod lover. Um, uh, I've just been watching a lot of different people playing. Uh, for anyone that played, for anyone that played the previous cod, you know that slide canceling used to be extremely big. Uh, they're taking that out. It will be taken out. Uh, it was mentioned by uh, the COD staff itself that they will be patching that um, during the beta. But if you've ever looked at Twitter just for COD alone, there have been some nutty things that have gone on with it. Um, oh, yeah, of course. Like, I of watched course. someone slide and jump, like, across an entire maybe 10. It's ridiculous. So the movement is kind of nuts with the slide canceling and stuff like that. Um, but they're taking that out. So it's not extremely fast-paced, but with the way that the guns are killing, it's going to be fast-paced, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Plus with this new 4v4 format... Oh yeah. I feel like teams are gonna be more aggressive than they are passive like they were in Modern Warfare. Yeah, you'll still have the the portions of time where the sniper will look to get a kill or two before they actually execute on that site, but I'm pretty sure it'll be more aggressive ARs and SMGs only. Speaking of four V fours, uh I, I know I know we're very, very eager to talk about this subject. Uh, we're going to bring up the CDL, the, the COD League, uh, Call of Duty League. Um, now, I think it was less than a month ago. I can't remember exactly what date they released it on. Um, because uh, they were... Rever- so, for this year, uh, they were doing 5v5s for, for CDL. However, for the new game, they decided to revert it back to 4v4s. Now, again... That's great for the game, right? That's great for, you know, uh, 
pros feel better about it. Pros like 4v4 is better. Um, that's better for the viewers. Yeah, there's, a lot I feel of, there's a lot of because there's a lot of good about it. Yeah, there's a lot of good about it. Right, viewers probably like it more because it's every kill matters more. So when you're watching, everything feels a bit more intense, right? But what this did screw over was the players. Now keep in mind, um, I think it's exactly how many teams are in the uh, league right now? Uh, six. Not six, sixteen, sixteen, twelve, sixteen, sixteen. Um, and for your mentioning of people getting screwed over, oh yeah, people were really. Oh yeah, screwed. no, no. For no, example, no. For example, so you've got Crim Six, C Six. He's three-time world champion now, I think. Yeah, he's three-time now, along with Clayster and someone else. Can't remember the other name. Oh, it's twelve teams, Clayster, by the way. Uh, 12, okay. Uh, but Clayster, after winning champs, he wins, right? He wins with his team. He played really well. Crim6 even said he didn't deserve MVP. He thinks Clayster deserved MVP. It, overall, like for the entire season, Crim6 said he did well. But in terms of that last series, Clayster popped off for what he said. Um, and then after that, not even like... Maybe two days later, he got dropped. No, no, from his not, not that. No, that would be a little bit more okay. No, it was less than twenty-four hours after oh, he right. won. Oh, that's right. Less than twenty-four. That's right. I forgot. Less than twenty-four hours after he wins, he gets dropped. No, let 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 me like that's <laughs> such a hard concept for, for for someone to imagine because you can't compare that to traditional sports, right? Because with traditional sports. Let's say, um, let's say basketball, for example, right? Uh, if you just won the NBA championships and you're a player that's that good, right? Let, let's say you've won three or three rings. Even if you leave your team, you know there's another team that's gonna pick you up, right? But because Which he did, he ended yeah, up getting of course, at the yeah, end of the day, generally... someone's always gonna pick him up. But the thing is, um. I, I, I suppose it's almost it's it's almost the same thing. Imagine winning the championship and then like basically just getting waived then less than twenty four hours later. Right? And you are a crucial part to that championship and you're just gone from the organization within twenty four hours of you winning. That is so bad. Uh and, and I feel like that was a really, really bad PR move uh in terms of uh, from the the COD uh, league side, because because of that, I think they kind of made a lot of viewers unhappy. Because yeah, sure, a lot but, of viewers, a lot of viewers, yeah. even the pros were mad. Uh, of course, of course, the pros are mad because you're losing a teammate that you play with for a year. And uh, let's be honest, a lot of these pros are friends with each other, so it's like watching your friend that you're in the same industry with lose their job right that's bad that's very bad but here's the here's the thing here's the thing (laughs) that's crim six he's almost always going to be signed even by like a you know by one of the bottom uh yeah um like the top players are always going to be signed because someone's always be will be like hey he has experience i'm willing to take a chance but 
let me remind you, there was 12 teams. So, 12 players got cut. Yeah. Yeah. Four. So when it went to 4v4, so originally in a 5v5 setup, uh, teams they could settle for six total players, or they could settle for seven, having five main, two subs, or five main, one sub. When it switches to 4v4, they don't need that seventh player. They can cut them. Or they don't need, like, the sixth and seventh player. They could just go with a four and a sub if they want to. They don't have to, like... No one can tell them what to do, really. They're their own decision makers. So them dropping one player is guaranteed. Like, you're guaranteed dropping one. Two is a little rare, but you're guaranteed losing someone. And just the fact that they said, fuck it, we're dropping Clayster, is nuts. Yeah. Uh, he got signed by the subliners, so he's playing for them now. But in terms of something interesting here, which was announced maybe about a week ago, maybe half a week ago, was one of the best, if not the best, Gears of War player got signed to the LA Gorillas, which is interesting because he's played COD a little bit. He doesn't have ex- like an, a, a lot of experience, but he has played with different pros before. But him getting signed, the amount of pros that were so mad, or maybe not really pros, but the amateur players that were so mad at this, <laughs> because instead of like signing someone from the amateur league, they signed someone from a totally different game. <laughs> no, no, but, but I get it, right? Because Gorillaz is one of the more unpopular teams in the entire league. Right, I mean, of course we all know Huntsman and is, is king uh, in terms of popularity, but if you actually look at it, Gorilla is amongst the bottom. So even if this was just purely a PR move, it wasn't a bad move because it got people to talk about them where that might not have happened beforehand. But, um... But, yeah. So, he's joined. His name is Mental. Um, and when I say he's one of the best, if not the best, from what other Gears of War players were saying, um, his record, I'm trying to find it real quick, um... Is insane. It's absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah. His and, team that he I played mean, for hasn't dropped below second, I think, in maybe like 30 events. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, so so here's my thing, right? I Look, I kind of get where the amateurs are coming at, but the way they did it wasn't the right way, I don't think. Because, um, I mean, obviously, we, we can talk a lot about you know, kind of what the amateurs did. Um, and sure, yeah, they, they think they deserve a chance. But at the end of the day, business is business. To these teams, business is business at the end of the day. So if they can bring in someone that is exciting and can actually give them a bit of a fan base, they're definitely willing to do that. Because, yeah. like, them signing... Again, like I was saying, them signing this Gears of War player, right, is so much better than just signing an amateur, even if, even if it's the best amateur player. 
And sorry, uh, in the past 10, uh, they haven't dropped below fourth, but in the past four events or five events, okay, yeah, so they haven't dropped below fourth uh, in all the events that they've had him on their team. And apparently he's just insane. Best player on the team, best player in the game. So they signed, they signed him to, oh yeah, he competed in uh, Advanced Warfare. Okay. Again, like, I, of course he has some background, but I think at the end of the day, it's, it, it truly is more of a PR thing, in my opinion, rather than anything else. Because if no, they wanted... I don't think so. Uh, no, okay. I, I'm not going to say that. I think the PR was a huge part of it, but it was not the only part. Because let's put it, let's put it this way. At the end of the day, you're grabbing a player that is extremely high class in his game, okay? And you can't... It's kind of like a risk take, right? You They yeah. signed him as a sub, right? They signed him as a sub. So when he starts, when his first game is played, like his first actual professional game is played, everyone's going to be looking at him. And if he does well, then the team that signed him is going to have a sigh of relief because it's more of a high-risk, high-reward type of thing. He's extremely skilled yeah. in the game that he played, so you're not really, like, grabbing a player that wasn't good. And when he played in Advanced Warfare, he was only one game five off of qualifying. So they won, or they lost at, like, the last minute, I guess you could say, and they didn't qualify, the players he was playing with. So... He's not a bad player. It's just he hasn't played COD since then. So, again, it's a high-risk, high-reward. If he doesn't do well, at the end of the day, he's a sub. But if he does well, then congrats. You just signed one of the next, you know, possibly great players. So, yeah. it's just one of those. Um. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. But... But, I mean, I, 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 that was kind of the drama between the amateur players that, that we mentioned earlier. Um, the amateur players were so people mad. People were not happy that he got signed instead of them. But, again, like I mentioned multiple times, and Alu mentioned, there's more upside. There's more potential upside to, um, to, to the Gears of War player than there is for the average, or not even the average, even the best amateur player, let's be honest. All right. Uh, now, let's talk about uh, another part of the CDL that I'm pretty sure that, you know, they would prefer that no one's talking about it. Um, the Toronto Ultra. Now, uh, if you followed CDL at all over the past few weeks, you've, you've heard quite a bit about them. But they are, uh, they're one of the teams uh, in the CDL, and they have terrible, terrible, they're, they're very anti-player, let's just say. Oh, yeah, this, this, uh. Yeah. Um, so, so the contracts that, that these players signed, right, um, from what I heard is that they're much lower than everyone else's in, in terms of their salaries. Um. And so next year, Ultra 
wants 50-50 on prize winnings. But they're and, also not going to increase their salaries. Yeah, and not only did they want 50-50, but during this season, they wanted everyone to move to Toronto, at pretty much a game house, to just play there. Uh, and the problem with that is people don't want to move. All right, That's just not what people want. Um, and the other bad thing with this, and if you look on Twitter, if you go look at Crim6's tweets, he's completely exposed them already. Um, but he went into saying even them going as far as one of their players who went to go to his grandfather's open-heart surgery, which I believe, sadly, uh, ended up not doing well. Um, Continuation in three, two, one, <laughs> go. Actually, we just More got bags. some huge, huge news. Uh, holy shit, that's some really big news. Um, as we're recording this, um, actually, uh, do you want to give the news? Because I know you're a big fan of Optic. Holy shit, that's a that's some huge news. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Let me let yeah. me pull this up real quick. Uh, on Twitter. Ad Hex has reacquired Optic Gaming in a deal separate from his association with NRG. According to sources, we'll look at divest the or that whatever. Uh, it looks like he's going to be uh, getting rid of their CDL slots. So, so that's huge. Uh, for those of you that don't know, which I don't think should be a lot, but Hex um, uh, has been, you know, like. He was uh all right, I think he owned I think he owned optic for what something like that it, it was a long long that. time uh he's he and uh you know a few of the players are the reason why it's it's even at the place that it is right now right I mean uh I think it was sold what back in 2019 18 something like that I can't remember exactly what year or date it is um. I think it was. I think it was right around the time a hundred T came to existence is when he okay. left or dropped. Um, yeah. Optic. So he sold Optic to. Let me let me look that up. Sorry, uh, this isn't very prepared because we just got this news. Um, so bear with us. Uh, we're we're trying to give you the breaking news right now. Um. Uh, so if if we're if we seem like we're scrambling a little bit, uh, that's why. That's yeah, because that, we are. That is because we are in fact scrambling um, uh, to, uh, to to find some of these. Okay, so he bought it back from Immortals uh, Gaming Group, who also. Yeah, uh, uh, right. if you don't know, uh, Immortals Gaming Group. Uh, they also own, uh, I think, several other, uh, I, I think they also own several different other, um, teams, yeah. Teams, yeah. organizations? I, I think one of, one of the things they... that they own, uh, I, I think they own a, a oh yeah. They they own uh MIBR the um the CS team, 
they own the Valiant, which is a Overwatch League team. Uh, they have the Immortals, which I think is a, a league team. I think it's an LCS team, uh, if if I if I remember correctly. So so they were, yeah. yeah. So so they were a big. Well, they still are, you know, someone who's big and and they have a a, a lot of hands in a lot of places. So um, I think because the move was so unpopular, and I don't think they've actually gotten anything really from Optic. Uh, over the past however long that they've had them, um, I, I think they've put uh, they put it back on the market and Hex just bought it back. Um, that's insane. Now, uh, I uh... And, and, and like I said, it looks like from what it's saying here, uh, he's pending league approval and uh, on both the acquisition and sale. So it looks like he's selling their yeah. CDL spot. Yeah. For and, this year. And so I mean, there's up. a few very very interesting things with that. <laughs> um. So so the thing is, uh, number one, uh, if you didn't know, Optic Gaming was one of the uh, the CDL teams. You know, we were just talking about CDL. We were talking about Toronto. Um, uh, their team is called OG Alera Optic Gaming Los Angeles. Uh, if I'm if if I believe uh, I'm correct, um, yes. yes. So, uh, so so that's a CDL spot, and uh, from what we know, obviously we don't have all the insider information. CDL spots are not cheap; they go around maybe like 25 mil uh, a slot, which again, it's a lot of money, right? Or something like that. I can't remember the exact numbers. So, uh, what's like? I I absolutely love this move from Hex. Because the fact that he's buying Optic back is amazing, right? Because everyone wanted Optic back in his hands. Or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, now, this does bring up a few very, very interesting points that could happen. Uh, thing number one that I'm going to talk about first. Like Alu mentioned, their CDL spot. Now, uh, you know what I'm, what I'm thinking here? And this would be interesting. This would be interesting. So, um, I love how a lot of people are like freaking out about it. I mean, For sure, they, yeah. They should be. It's back to his rifle um, owner. But from what it looks like on Twitter, so maybe about an hour after the, or four hours after the announcement, uh, some source that is really big on like keeping up with all the CDL stuff was talking about how like optic was in like shambles uh, trying to answer like his question about it so it looks like if their CDL spot get does get sold and they're just not playing that means five more players here's need the to thing. be resigned here, <laughs> here's the thing that I actually want to bring into it now I uh now a lot of people know the history, uh but for those that don't, um Nate Shot, who was a player that played for Optic, he was an integral part of Optic, right? He's a huge reason why uh the reason why they were where they are uh today. Um he owns his own or called a hundred T. So something that I can absolutely see T. happen is him rebuying, him rebuying into the CDL at a lower price. 
because if you looked at the roster, two of the players on OGLA right now were on 100T before uh before the whole CDL was announced. So that would be an amazing move from all sides, right? The players will be happy because they go back to 100T, which by all accounts is an amazing org, and it's one of the best upcoming. Well, at this point, I don't, I, I wouldn't say they're upcoming anymore because it's been a few years. But at this point, they're one of the brightest orgs out there in terms of content creation, other stuff. Now, I will yeah, say, go ahead. I will mention that there was a clip on one of Skump's streams uh, where he mentioned that he's making a joke at first about um about Bruce, aka Dashy. They call him Bruce because uh. It's it's a very convoluted story. It's actually really funny though if you look into it. But uh, they call him Bruce Wayne, like fucking Batman. So he was talking about Dashy, and he goes, "If I could have it, if it was me, Dashy, TJ, and former envoy, oh, that would be a team to be reckoned with." So if Optic for whatever reason, is no longer in the CDL, and another team has to go in, or they have to get bought out, and the players end up getting dropped, if Huntsman decide, hey, we have space to grab a six, like, we don't mind putting in the extra money, if they grab TJ, if TJ's willing to come join, might have a really strong yeah. team from Huntsman. I mean, so, so, so here's my opinion, right? I think the, the best move... Or the move that the most people would want to see is um, 100T buys the, the spot. Because I know they've been looking into the market for a little bit. Because um, at the end of the day, it's Nate shot, you know? Um, he can't stay too far away from COD, to be honest. Um, but that, that would be such a good storyline, don't you think? Like, the, the players would fit... Um, uh, the the fact that there's history between Optic and Nade and in uh, 100T and selling uh, the CDL spot would be very very symbolic, right? And and then also, uh, the the second thing I want to get into, right? Once that's that once that slot sells, uh, sells because I know it will sell for sure. I don't know who's going to buy it. Obviously, I'm hoping 100T, right? But I know someone will buy it. What I'm wondering is if they're going to keep the Huntsman brand or are they going to just be called the Chicago Optic? Oh, no. I, I would I would just, you know, go jump off a roof and do a triple somersault and land on the back of my neck. Yeah, because... I can't. I can't see. I can't see the boys back in green and black. Not yeah. not that type of green and black. I mean that that is one of those things. Like I I don't think that they will do it. I I think the reason why he bought uh well first of all the the reason why he bought Optic back is well it's Optic and it's X right like everyone wanted that to happen. But second of all, oh my bad my bad fucking Hex. Owned the team back in like 2006, yeah, no, 2007. He's, he's, he's had the yeah, team for yeah. like 10, but, 11 years. But one thing I can see happening 
instead of uh let's say rebranding from the huntsman which i think they'll keep the huntsman branding uh they've already got fans of the of the branding right and it would take a lot of effort and a lot of time to change the branding to do everything because at the end of the day pretty much all of the optic fans all of the old optic fans were already huntsman fans anyways um so you're not really getting any more fans uh from it realistically of course uh you can argue that uh that you uh you know something like that could happen but in my opinion i don't think that's the case uh but i can absolutely see optic becoming um, sort of like a a content thing that's under energy you know i wouldn't doubt it but here's the thing though because he's co-owner and ceo of nrg right so um so when it comes to optic and the cdl they're saying you already own a team so you can't own two teams that's illegal collusion and so, whatnot. Um, there yeah exactly at any point in time you could have one team throw for the other team or just like not even like in an I mean, easy way uh, I mean, spot. Uh, right. these uh, players are good enough to, to yeah, whip no, gods uh, just down nowhere. Especially with the uh, fact that, like, we saw an incredible, an incredible, amazing series between the uh, the OGLA and the Huntsman at the end of the last season. Um, that was an incredible series. Like, that legitimately was one of the best games I've I've watched in a long time. Um, yeah, game game two, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. So. Like, whatever the case may be, uh, obviously, I don't think Optic will be, uh, I don't think Optic will be a competitive, like, in esports, um, org any longer. I don't think that will be the case. I, I'm, I'm convinced that 100 Thieves will, like yeah. you said, Nate Shot will yeah. buy them. I, I, I'm, I'm convinced, convinced that Nate Shot and then will he'll buy have them a lot, um, because... Because it just makes sense for everyone, right? I, I've heard a lot of reports that Nade wants to go back in. It makes sense between the relationship between the two. Um, and, of course, Hex needs to get rid of that franchise as soon as possible. Because it doesn't make sense for him to keep it right now. Because he can't. It, it looks, looks like, like a, a power. Exactly. It looks and, like and, power. and that's why I say uh, Optic might be used as a content... Um, like a content division of NRG, because that would Dude. be insane. Um, like even no, look, f- from the bottom of my heart, no matter what happens from Optic from here on out, even if the Optic names never used ever again, I would be happy. I would honestly. Yeah, like Optic just all right. Personally, they went into the CDL this year. And they were going into the championships. I think they were three owing just everybody hit Huntsman and just could not win. They they was it was just destined to lose. It was really weird to say it like that, but they were just destined to lose there. Like I was watching the entire game like series. Like I was hyped once it started. I was like, Yeah, alright. I'm gonna turn off the chat, I'm just gonna full screen computer, stream it to my like T V or whatever. And just turn off chat, chill, watch the game, be hype. 
get to like game three or four or whatever, and I'm like, it's way too close. But the the results were decided after game two, in my opinion. the The momentum swung way too hard. Even if they lost next game, like didn't matter. So um, so I was personally thinking, listen, optics got to stop. Either stop now or play another year and see what you do. But um, but yeah, there there's a big chance that optic gets bought out by a hundred T. And it becomes a yeah, hundred T and not which, optic. Like I mean, some names where it will probably be like. So they'll probably call themselves the Los Angeles Thieves or something like that. Which, I think that's a really, really good name. Legitimately. Yeah, I mean, it's better than Optic Gaming LA. Yeah, well, for sure. But with Optic Gaming LA, you kind of just hoped for the best. Uh, that's not the case uh, here, you know? Um, yeah, like, I'm legitimately, legitimately... I'm I'm legitimately super super happy uh, that this happened. Like this is so big, and I'm so so happy that this happened because this is really really good for for everyone. I legitimately believe that. You know, um, it's it's yeah. it's great for the fans. But like I'm not I'm not like super happy. I'm not super happy or super like upset with this because you know. Again, Hex yeah. rebought Optic, right? So again, like it's he created it, so yeah. he can kind of do whatever the fuck he wants with it, even if he drops it at any point in time. So I mean, at the end of the yeah. day, he created like, it. At, so at the, at he the end of the day, I'm just glad that it's back in his hands. Yeah. Oh, also, Ella got some news to tell you later. Uh, anyways, um, so. I think with that being said, I think we'll wrap up uh, this week's episode. That was really, really exciting. We I know we talked about um, I know we talked about PS5 versus Xbox uh, Series X. We talked about the new COD. We talked about you know the Toronto Ultra and the bullshit that's going on there. And most, most importantly, the most important part is we talked about optic gaming and what that could mean. Uh, in the future.